0: Hi, hello, hola, and hello. Welcome to My Kids Think I'm Cool, But Podcast. A podcast about getting knocked up in a foreign country, families living abroad, and raising children in a different culture. All while trying to keep your cool and not lose your shit. I'm your host, Jackie, an American Filipino mom living in Denmark, and My Kids Think I'm Cool, But... I've been watching reality tv shows lately like the real housewives of beverly hills the kardashian and this new one on netflix called bling empire i am so embarrassed about it but sometimes i just want to sit in front of the tv for one hour or two hours or three hours and brain fart and it's it's i guess it's good for everyone so a little secret why i'm actually watching these uh shows that's it's really not for the drama but or the people, but it's more to see Los Angeles. And to be honest, I've been feeling a little homesick lately, and when I watch these TV shows, I feel like I am in Los Angeles. I don't want to watch the drama or the superficial people. I'm only there to see the beach, the city, you know, clothes, shopping. I just miss Los Angeles in general So these TV shows kind of put me back there And I feel like I'm at home So this is the reason why I am watching these series Because it just brings me closer back to Los Angeles Anyways, do you guys have something to share about uh, being homesick? How do you guys deal with it? Let me know through my website Or through any of the social media platforms Because, you know, I am in all of them (laughs) And shoot me a DM, a message, an email And let me know i'd love to know what you guys do so now let's get back to the show and i'll just stop talking about being homesick (laughs) but anyways the show is about being homesick and time flies when you are having fun and meeting so many incredible parents living abroad i am truly grateful for this opportunity to be sharing people's stories and what they are up to while living abroad On this episode, like I mentioned earlier, I wanted to talk about being homesick. I know we've all been there and have felt this awful feeling, especially now with all these lockdowns and the countries being closed, closing their borders and not letting anyone in or people being stuck in either Denmark or in whatever country that they are currently living in. What's killing me is like not visiting home or, and you guys probably too, it's just not being able to buy a plane ticket and visit home. So this is why... I created this episode of being homesick. I'm also feeling a little homesick, like I mentioned earlier, and that's why I am watching all these shows of Beverly Hills or Kardashians. It's not for the drama. It's just to see Los Angeles. Dave, have you been feeling homesick lately?
1: (laughs) I'm not missing Los Angeles. Oh,
0: yeah.
1: (laughs) I mean, home is where my bed is, and I don't my bed is very close to me lately.
0: <laughs> yeah. You see <laughs> no, it every day. <laughs> I,
1: I don't know. How long have you been out living out of, outside of the U.S.? Did you say? I've USA. been
0: away from the U.S. for seven years. seven, So yeah. you've been longer.
1: Sometimes I get homesick about my family more than the place or the culture. Like, yeah. so far away that I don't really... Sometimes I get homesick about England more than Chile. Sometimes I miss, like, English stuff, which is not my you know, my But you've
0: lived there. You've lived there so I lived there for
1: like twenty years, yeah. But I guess I guess I would say you cannot take out of Los Angeles the frivolity of any of those shows. <laughs> no. <laughs> I think it's, it's, part of, it's part of La La Land, no? It,
0: yeah, it is. It's true. <laughs> it's yeah. just a guilty pleasure of mine. And the reason why I, I came up with this show is lately I've been watching all these shows. I was like, why am I watching these shows? I never watch them when I'm at home or just in general. And it's not about the drama. It's just like when I see them in a, a particular restaurant or at the beach or going down a, a street I know, I'm like... Oh, like it, it brings just um, a memory I, of I, home.
1: I get the feeling. Yeah. I, I, I happen when I see a movie and there is some places in London that, you know, I used to live or work there or, you know, like walk every day that street and suddenly there and go like,
0: oh. Yeah, you remember a moment. It's like, I remember going there. Yeah, I remember
1: meeting in that corner.
0: Yeah! Oh, I don't know what moment you're talking about. I don't know, it was 4
1: o'clock in the morning, it was dark.
0: (laughs) So, yeah, sometimes I'm feeling homesick to the point where I'm wondering if moving back to Los Angeles is the best option, but I know this feeling will go away once I do something with friends and family here in Denmark or if I do a short visit. Uh, Before, it was easy to do a short visit to Los Angeles or just go back to the U.S., get there and do what I want and then come back to Denmark because I'm always happy to come back to Denmark. But since we have such a limit to do anything right now, I think that's why homesickness is hitting harder is because, you know, with the lockdown and with everything going on of limited travel, it's it's just been hard. So I just wanted to break down what homesickness is and why we feel this way. And if you are homesick, you feel unhappy because you are away from your home and you're missing your friends, your family and your home very much. And a lot of expats and immigrants feel this way. In my experience, there are different ways of feeling homesick I go through. And before I break them down, I'll just tell them briefly what the different homesickness I go through. And for example, the first homesickness I go through is missing the food. I miss food a lot, especially living here in Denmark. You don't get as much options that you would get in Los Angeles, for example. And number two is missing my friends and having a glass of wine with them. I miss my friends, hugging them, just seeing them whenever I want. Number three is family gatherings and visiting my family randomly. Just being able to go to my parents' house or my brother's house and just sit there and talk to them. And that's really not an option here. I can go to my in-laws, of course, but it's just a different kind of feeling. Number four, my city and being able to be at home, going to the local store or going to my favorite place to go shopping. That's just a place that I miss sometimes, being able to know where everything is. And then lastly is activities I used to do. Hiking in the weekends, in the mountains, going to the beach. And I know in Denmark, there are beaches here in Denmark, but it's not the same. It's not warm. And you can actually, when you go to a beach in the winter in Los Angeles, you can still get a tan and not be freezing cold in your in your swimsuit. That is an option here. And this is how I defy homesickness, in my opinion, if I broke it down into five different ways. And then if we break it, down even more homesickness. Number one, homesickness by missing food. Food is massive for me. I'm from Los Angeles and it is an eating out culture and we have so many different cultures living there that I can get any kind of food I want. I can have Korean food, Japanese food, Filipino food, Italian food, Chinese, American, Jamaican, Ethiopian, Moroccan, Brazilian, I can keep the list going. I could probably name every country on the map that we can have in Los Angeles. And that's what I mean, that I can have any kind of food I want. And then there's even merged food, where it's like food fusion. And for example, right now, or that was when I was living there seven years ago, but what the it food was Korean-Mexican, so it's called koji. So imagine having a kimchi burrito, Have you had a kimchi burrito, Dave? No. It sounds really weird, but it's the best thing ever. The fusion food, especially, that was my favorite. Uh, back then, it's probably changed way more now. But
1: Mexican food is a fusion food, no? Between the Spanish, yeah, food Spanish and and, and the but try local. try
0: adding Korean into that mix. But these
1: bloody Koreans get everywhere.
0: Yeah, but <laughs> Korean food's so yummy. But imagine throwing Korean food in a burrito.
1: Yeah, but well, this is one of the one of the things I love, uh, Filipino food, no? Yeah, Filipino is that, food is a uh, Asian food mixed with the Spanish cuisine. Yep, you know, it's so a bit more fried. I'm I'm a mix. Yeah. Mix are delicious.
0: Yeah. (laughs) I like mixed food. I like mixing my food definitely together. And in Los Angeles, you just, you can get more of those options. They just introduce more palates, more different varieties of
1: food. It's it's a variety yeah. that you you well, London you also miss. has London is full yeah. you can get. Camden Street you want. was yeah. my favorite. You can get anything you want. Yeah. And there is like for instance Vietnamese restaurant. There was a street with like thirty five Vietnamese restaurants, one after another. Yeah. You know. So uh, yeah. I, but I has, was
0: it always like that?
1: Uh, I don't think example,
0: so. For example, 10 years ago.
1: I don't think so. I think I, 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 10 years ago, it was like that. Yeah. yeah.
0: Or uh, bring it, it back 15 years probably
1: ago. Probably 30 years ago, London wasn't. This. I remember going to Dublin in mm-hmm. 2000 and something. And, you know, there was no many restaurants in the main city. There wasn't that much variety. Last time I went, it was in 2018, I think. It was huge, mm-hmm. the, the the restaurant industry. Yeah. You know, so... I guess that might happen with London before it became so cosmopolitan so yeah. before the you know before but I, I don't have that reference because I wasn't there yeah but you know I guess that's what you mean it's just a variety because I did yes. at the beginning when I moved in Copenhagen probably you can get oh
0: yeah Copenhagen more. like for us we live in a smaller city Aarhus is a smaller city than Copenhagen yeah. and I've been living here for seven years but from these last seven years it's changed a lot
1: yeah, yeah. well so I, re- I, I remember food. getting my ex-wife friends in London and taking them to sushi restaurants and they were like what is this sushi oh, uh, yeah. and we came to Copenhagen that was a long time ago and it was hard to find a sushi restaurant mm-hmm. it was uh, nearly impossible oh yes it's full of sushi restaurants
0: yep everywhere now yeah. and even in Aarhus I remember when I first got here there was maybe one or two sushi restaurants it, but it wasn't a thing yet it wasn't a thing it was no. more like Chinese food and then the kebabs and pizzas
1: the pizza Pizzas are like Turkish pizzas. Yeah,
0: it's not like real pizza.
1: Sometimes I like my salad, salad on my pizza and, I do too. and and cream, which is weird, isn't it?
0: It's good. It was <laughs> weird at first, but I got used to it and I like it now. Yeah. I actually put salad on my pizza now.
1: You disgusting
0: human. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've integrated.
1: <laughs> no, but, I, sometimes I like it too. Yeah. Not all the time, though. But.
0: Denmark has definitely has gone up in stepping up their game in the food, especially in Copenhagen. I talked to so many people in Copenhagen. They're like, we have everything. I was like, ugh, I hate you. <laughs> I wish no, we they had this. Don't. They do. They have way more. They don't stuff. have me. Yeah, they they don't have you, Dave.
1: <laughs> so they don't have everything.
0: But here in Aarhus, they have definitely have street food now or this, my favorite Vietnamese restaurant, which is C&P Food, uh, Vietnamese food. Shout out to you guys. I love I love going there and just getting all my cravings there. So I am happy that Aarhus has stepped up the game and have more variety of different kinds of food available for internationals or in, even for Danes. And I see a lot of Danes in there and, and it's super popular, the food's uh, international yeah. food now.
1: Tacos is, uh, it's
0: not kebabs anymore.
1: Yeah, well, it's, it's tr- the the whole street food thing kind of like brought a little bit more variety, mm-hmm. although it's a very manufactured one.
0: Yeah, <laughs> but still-
1: Street I w- food, oh, you never played that amount of money in yeah. the street.
0: Yeah, but it gets me closer to whatever yeah, what I'm they, craving.
1: If, 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 especially to smaller cities like Fredericia, Vilek, all those those sort of things brought a little bit more variety in terms of the- you
0: know. Yeah, it, it definitely did. And I'm happy that it's but moving over.
1: But it's still not delay, honey.
0: I know, but it's it's good enough. <laughs> I can always count on these places if I'm, you know, to satisfy my craving. It's not the same, but like I said, it's close enough. But a huge but going out to eat in Denmark is it's not cheap. <laughs> It's not cheap no, And to kidding. go out To go out all the time It's not common here in Denmark So it gets pretty expensive Compared to the US You can feed a whole family in the US For like half the price You can go out with two people Here in, in Denmark And you can get good food For you know Feeding the whole family But again US is an eating out culture So everyone goes out to eat Normally yes, It's not so, like a so, big celebration So
1: it's, so it's England I guess Yeah and it, You could find very Like I just live in a area that was a Turkish area, Mm. it was pretty, pretty accessible. I mean, you can buy, I don't know, man, a whole plate of food for like two pounds.
0: Yeah. Or you can, for a family of four, you can spend less than, in US, less than $40. How much is that in Kroner's? Two hundred and thirty yeah. kroner.
1: Yeah, well, that's for a
0: family of four.
1: You know, like I think if you were going to supermarkets in in England, it could get expensive, especially if you went to the top supermarkets. But there were so many markets or yeah. shops, and you can you can live for very little in food yeah. here in Denmark. It's expensive because there's not much variety outside of the supermarket Things, and if you find this shop that are outside of the supermarket, like they sell decent stuff, it usually get expensive, even more expensive.
0: Yeah, it does. But then, how do we deal with this? kind of homesickness with food. For me, I try to cook what I can when I feel this way, whether it's Filipino food, Mexican food or even a good burger. A good meal, having a good meal just reminds me of feeling home or just a little bit better or 100% better when I'm feeling this way with food. The good thing about living in Denmark now is like we said earlier that food variety is even more available now and you can get Vietnamese food or certain kinds of food that you can satisfy your cravings when going out. And another good thing is that ingredients have grown a lot here more. So for example, there's certain things I can't get seven years ago, hot sauces, different kinds of seasoning that I could have never gotten in Denmark, but now is available either online or in one of the shops. So it is available now. So I don't need to, when I go back to the US, my suitcase is always filled with (laughs) Food or ingredients or something. It's not as full because now I can get certain things here. It's not the same price, but at least they have it available. Yeah. What do you think about?
1: I'm thinking about crumpets.
0: Crumpets? <laughs>
1: <laughs> do you get crumpets in LA?
0: No, I don't even know what that is. Crumpets? No. Oh my God. You're so English.
1: No, but crumpets, they are English, but it's like a biscuit of it's not a bread a cookie it's not it's not a cookie it's not a bread it's like a pancake I think pancake that you basically put on heat it and then put some butter on and you have a cup of tea with it
0: is that what you miss
1: I actually miss crumpets I used to have them can a lot. you make it <sighs> <laughs> I probably could, but you know. But before I was getting crumpets from my English friends, every time that they would go to England, they would bring me some crumpets because they're cheap. <coughs> they're a cheap thing. And you
0: can get them like pre packed, right?
1: <clears throat> yes, indeed. Crumpets. There is a crumpet. I'm showing her the crumpet on the computer screen.
0: That looks yummy. Oh my gosh. Yeah.
1: I used to like to put the uh, butter, and on top, I would try to find dulce de leche, like it's like caramel paste. Mm-hmm. And oh my God. Especially because it's, it's not totally. Sealed like a bread, so it kind of leaks the butter out, and you get the butter in your hands, and you go, "Mm, Now now I
0: definitely have to try crumpets.
1: Yeah, yeah,
0: I don't know why, but when you say crumpets, it reminds me of Alice in Wonderland
1: because I think the tea party, yeah, the tea party, they have crumpets.
0: (laughs) So I'm just like, yeah, tea party. That a sounds tea really, party. really, really familiar. Then we
1: should do a tea party. <laughs>
0: Definitely do a tea party.
1: <laughs> I never did one. Did you ever make a tea party?
0: Yeah, I did. For my uh, son's second, or oh, for my second pregnancy, my son had a, uh, we had a baby shower. Oh, my son wasn't out yet, but he was in my stomach. And then I had a tea party for okay. my baby shower here in Denmark.
1: How positive! you?
0: I just, I don't know why I wanted to have a baby
1: uh, a baby <laughs> a shower, tea, or a tea, tea party, party. Baby, baby shower, shower. yeah, <laughs> it was fun. <laughs> oh, well, I wasn't invited, so I don't know. Yeah, but you never get invited to baby showers when you're a man, no.
0: No, you, there's some men do.
1: Oh, lucky ones.
0: <laughs> <laughs> They're all girls. They're all about birthing and I know and different things.
1: I, I was think... invited to my own. I have been in one baby shower. Yeah, and it was my own daughter' baby shower. I was invited.
0: But that's your own daughter, so that's fine. Yeah. Number 2, let's get into back into feeling homesickness. Number 2 is homesickness of friends. So for me, it is difficult to see like my friends at home having a good time and hanging out with each other or you see them doing things that you used to do with them together, having a party, going to your favorite restaurant without you or doing Things like sitting on the beach while you are sitting in freezing cold Denmark. (laughs) So those, those moments, I feel like I need to buy a plane ticket back home because I just miss being with my friends and being able to just hang out with them and give them a hug instead of just doing video Zoom. So these times are just pretty difficult when homesickness hits. And it's usually when I'm on Facebook scrolling and seeing everyone being together. And it's just it's so hard how can we kind of satisfy when we feel homesickness with with friends and i for me i noticed that doing a zoom call or having a group chat on on the iPhone or WhatsApp or whatever uh, phone or technology you have, or even a group on Facebook is a good way to just stay connected and be with with your friends without really being in the same room as them. So yeah, I think that that's really hard when I see my friends and my friends just being together without me and they're doing stuff that I like being there and doing that with them. I feel like they're cheating on me (laughs) every little bit.
1: I, I think that if people don't want to miss their friends, they shoot what I do. What? Have no friends.
0: Have no friends. But you have lots of friends even here in <laughs> Denmark. <Shh. laughs> so how can we satisfy this if we're feeling, feeling homesick when we don't see our friends? And like I said, Zoom or group or whatever you can just to be interacting with them. Because it is difficult when these times hit, and sometimes I notice is when I do a call with my friends and then my kids are home. It's like the kids are fighting over the phone, and we don't really get to talk. It's our kids going, them doing funny faces at each other. <laughs> but that's that that's fine with me because it shows me that my kids are interacting with their kids and they're staying friends. So that's 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 a really nice feeling.
1: That's what friends are for.
0: Yeah. So what would you think that would be a good way to interact with friends without Mm. being with them since, you know, you're in two different worlds, two different countries at the same time?
1: It's It's a hard one. Interacting with your friends is not only about seeing them, you know, it's about the period of t- periods of time that you spend in their circle. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. you might mm-hmm. see them today, you might meet them two weeks, you know, then you might see them in a, in a, in a, in a restaurant or in a party. They might come to visit you. So it mm-hmm. takes a long period of time to create that friendship. Yeah. And when you are absent, it's kind of hard to replace that knowing that they're there. Yeah. You know. So I guess it's a hard one. I guess it's just keeping, and you can you don't get to hook them, and now probably you don't get to hook them in over, over there because some people doesn't wanna hook
0: anymore. Yeah, yeah, and <laughs> that's the thing. It doesn't. I'm okay with sometimes when I'm away, but it's like when I see them going out in the weekends, what I used to do with them, or having a party together. Like the most recent one was a Super Bowl party, and like. I used to be there, you know, having beers with you guys and our kids running around and enjoying, you know, the Super Bowl or even having a quick lunch with them because we're in the same city. It's like, oh, let's have lunch together and, you know, catch up.
1: That that, 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 that is the hard part to replace, no? Yeah. The the, the fact that they are like something of the everyday.
0: Yeah. That used to be my everyday life was just doing things in the weekends, booking parties, what should we do, going on trips. Something that I was normal to nothing.
1: You can always do what the, you do with ex girlfriends or ex partners, no replace them. You replace them. <laughs> Which I
0: have. Like I have friends here in Denmark so and I love my friends here in Denmark. And we do I got to the point where I have friends where we do things in the weekends we do things with our kids. But it's a different things to do because you're not, you can't, you're doing things differently.
1: Well, I guess if that's something that you're you're talking about. It's not just missing your friends, it's missing a period of your life yeah. where those friends were an in tr- intrinsic part of them. And that yeah. is, that's a hard thing to replace, really. Because I, I have, for instance, as we talked before, I have friends in Chile that I haven't seen in years. Mm-hmm. I still talk to them. Yeah. You know, but I got used to, to not having them as my everyday life. So I don't miss that togetherness anymore. Yeah. Because I know that I can call them anyway, you yeah. know, and talk to them. But I don't get to be in the party. You know, I don't get the gossip. Yeah. Which used to be the best part. Yeah. But you see what Simon do? <clears throat> what? I can't believe it. That part, I don't get it anymore. You know what I mean? I'm not yeah. part of the conflicts. Yeah. <laughs> and the
0: funny thing is, I, sometimes I do miss the gossip, but sometimes I get into it. And then like s- some friends will just text me. It's like, oh, did you hear? I was like, hear what? And then like, I like I don't get it because I'm like, I'm not there. I don't feel, you know, the drama. It's just like, oh, okay. That's cool. <laughs> yeah, what,
1: yeah, <laughs> but, okay. yeah.
0: But thanks for keeping me in the loop. But I, I, I love that they reach out to me. And I love that I can call them and pick up like I never left.
1: Yeah, yeah. So but that's then, the that, good thing about having good friends. That's the good thing about good friends. Yeah. You, you feel like you, uh, ten years, uh, felt like nothing.
0: Yeah, it felt like nothing.
1: Sometimes it's a negative thing.
0: Yeah, <laughs> or sometimes <laughs> place, uh, nothing's changed. Exactly. In your now home I country. remember
1: why I didn't talk to you for ten years. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so yeah, I think with Zoom calls and groups. And different things or just daily calls to your friends would help a lot. And for me, it's just like when I feel homesick, I just give my friends a call and see what what they're up to. Sometimes with with kids, without kids, depends on the conversation. (laughs) Because my daughter also wants to call her friends, which is my friends' kids. So it's really nice. So moving on to number three, number three, feeling homesickness, missing family. For me, I miss my family so much when it's a particular holiday or even a birthday. Everyone is out celebrating either in a restaurant or having a party in the house. Also, the parties are so different from US, from Denmark. And I love them both. It's just two different worlds when you're having a a get together here in Denmark and a get together in the US. And for me, I miss the informal parties the u.s has where everyone is standing around and serving themselves food and drink eating whatever they can find or eating at like a buffet and then sitting wherever it's so informal that it's just people just getting together and and talking and eating when they can and drinking when they can and just walking around and socializing like i miss that
1: village in your fridge you mean
0: (laughs) yeah well just in general because in the u.s you just Have the food on the table Mm -hmm. and people just kind of serve themselves, eat what they want, walk around, have drinks, talk, you know, kids running around.
1: Can I ask you a question? Yeah. I didn't experience that culture that deeply. But for instance, your friends have relationship with your parents, for instance? Yeah. Yeah. Because back home, it was like, you know, you're friends, but you can show up to the house and talk with their parents for an hour. Yeah. Or sometimes just call the parents. Like, hey, you know, can you... Th-?
0: I am some friends, yeah. not all of them. Like, the close, close friends, I, I have a relationship with the parents. Right. It's very normal. But yeah. I, I could sit at their parents' house and talk to them. I think most of my friends, I have relationship or their parents know me somehow. It's not just the me and their daughter or, or son. It's yeah. me and... I also know their parents, yeah, so because that's,
1: that's, that's common where I come from. Like, yeah. you, you can actually have a good relationship. But Sometimes I do talk with some of my friends' parents, yeah, without even calling my friends.
0: Yeah, for me, that's important to have a relation, a good relationship mm. with uh, the parents, and they also know me. I feel like I'm part of the family when the parents know me. Yeah, and yeah. so that's when I know when I have when we're good friends is when I know your your parents by first name and we can talk to your parents, or if I'm invited to family parties.
1: True. Sure. Yeah.
0: So it's you know you're good friends when you're invited when you, to a when family you're party. you're
1: invited to the inner circle of the real drama. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs>
0: so to think about it, I never thought about that. But yeah, I am good friends with majority of my friends' parents. Or they know of me, or I can sit there and talk to them. No problem.
1: Right. Yeah, because that's something that sometimes we we... I know some of my friends' parents are Danish friends. Yeah. You know, but not all of them.
0: Yeah. Here in Denmark, since everyone's multicultural... That I don't really know their parents, but when their parents do come visit, I do meet them.
1: So yeah, I feel know, no, I, I feel
0: like they they trust me and they think <clears throat> that I'm a, a good friend if they're confident enough to introduce me to their parents.
1: Yeah, but I think I think it's part of the you know like in England. I mean in London, it's uh, so many people, so many places that you sometimes face that. Mm -hmm. saying that you don't get to meet everyone's parents Mm -hmm. if they're good friends and they come and visit there you get to meet them yeah but uh, in london you will get to meet the family eventually if you have london friends Mm -hmm. but in the north it was far like i live in liverpool for a while it was far easier they will take you to meet granny yeah you know like hey let's go and meet granny she lives in the street You know, it was far more similar to what it was back home. That you will have that sense of like, you don't just get your friend; you get your friend's family. Yeah, you know.
0: I love, I love that openness people have.
1: Well, it creates a real sense of community. It is, yeah, a generational community. Mm -hmm. You know.
0: Yeah, and I feel like with when your friends introduce them, introduce you to your family and even other families, that they feel that you're a good friend and you deserve to meet their family. Yeah. So that's my opinion on that. Now I'm lost on what. Yeah, we were sorry,
1: thinking. I took you away from that. <laughs> no, 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 no. That, no, with,
0: that was a really these. good question because I never thought about it that way. Of like friends, family. Because I always talk about my friends, but I never talk about like my friends' mom or dad but I do know them. It,
1: it's because really every time I think of my friends back in home, Chile, I immediately think like, oh, what is what is Margarita doing, the mom of my friend? Or like, oh, oh, I haven't seen them in ages, you know? I immediately relate them straight with their family.
0: Yeah, you know? that's true. But I never think, like, I, I don't think about what their parents are doing sometimes, but I do know that if I should ask about their parents, they'll be like, oh yeah, they're doing good or their parents ask about me. Yeah, it's a good thing.
1: Exactly. But th- there's a thing that I'm, I was, thinking about you know yeah they, they, they do sometimes ask hey my mom want to know how you are there's not as i call them yeah no worries i know call her yeah hey you know we call them aunties or uncles
0: yeah that's the so, same in the philippines yes. you don't you don't call them by their first name
1: no they're always they're like a family member. yeah family member yeah.
0: you call the mom mom you call the dad dad or any aunts aunties you just call them how your friend would call mm-hmm. them and they're okay with it I don't know how it is here in Denmark.
1: I think that there is probably the same thing, you know. Yeah. if you're They might have, if they're close friends, you know the families. Yeah. Because usually friendships sometimes start when you're a kid and the families are in the middle. They have to take you to the other or allow you. Sometimes the parents talk between each other.
0: Yeah. So how do people kind of deal with when they're missing their family? It's more or less the same with friends. It's just... To do Zoom calls, a lot of group chats, I'm in a group chat with my, my brother and my sister-in-law. We're always sending photos to each other of our kids or my, they send my nephew and see how we're doing. So I think keeping in communication daily or weekly, however, you know, how much you miss them. Some people, internationals, I know they speak to their family every day because they just miss their family so much. And what kills me is from living abroad for so long is my family can't see my kids grow up like um, normally. Yes, they do in photos, but not physically. I, I go visit home, but it's not like every day, weekends or yeah. They don't physically see my kids grow up, <laughs> so that's that's really hard being away from family. I think
1: that's the hardest part. Yeah. Lately, for me, it's like my mom hasn't got even to know my daughter because all this. Crap lockdowns.
0: Yeah. And just in general, being away for so long. Like, your mom could probably come or you can go there. But it's just once a year. It's like once a year you get, she gets to see her granddaughter versus, you know, when families live at home in their home country, they see it maybe once a month or twice a month, depending on, you know, maybe you live with your mom. Who knows? Yeah, exactly.
1: Right. Yeah. That's your point.
0: So that's that's what it kills me. And then also my mom is getting, my parents are getting older. They're not getting any younger. So it's... It's, it's that also. It's like my parents are getting older and my kids are also getting older. So, yeah, that's that's one of the family homesickness I get is my parents and my family missing my kids grow up at the same time. It makes me think it's like, why am I why don't I move home? But at the same time, if I move home, then Daniel's family miss out on my kids. So it's just like you're kind of split in two worlds.
1: I know. So. It is a complicated...
0: See, and you, you and you, and Anna have three countries.
1: Exactly, because Anna, Anna is not even a fair country, so yeah. her mom get to miss the... Yeah. At least we get it, you know, it's fair.
0: Yeah, <laughs> it's fair. You guys are middle ground. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So... I'd recommend definitely Zoom calls or Facebook groups or even group chats on the phone is the best way to just be in communication with with family. Or with my family, if they do a group gathering, sometimes they'll call me and it's nice. It's not the same, but it's nice. And usually when they call me, they're eating all my favorite food. It makes me feel worse. It's like, no. Bastards. Yeah. I would like, is it to rub it in my face or make me feel better? Mm. So moving on to four and five, they're kind of similar. So it's a homesickness of doing like activities you would do at home or even just the the atmosphere. And for me, I am feeling that I miss my surrounding. And that's why I'm watching these reality TV shows, because I do miss being in L.A. or Orange County and doing the activities I used to do when I was at home. I truly like miss being in Orange County and Los Angeles and yeah, except the traffic. I don't miss the traffic. And when I usually visit home for more than a month, I'm ready to come back to Denmark because traffic kills me. It takes so long to get anywhere for such a short distance. So that is the killer for me when I go back to visit is traffic. But I do miss being able to go on hikes in the mountains or just mountains in general, (laughs) looking at the view of the ocean of the city, just being out in nature also going out to the beach and staying there all day without getting cold. And I know Denmark has beaches and has I can see water, can go in the water, but it's just the temperature is different right now because in the you in Los Angeles in general, you can go to the beach and have a nice beach day in the middle of January and not be cold and run around in your swimsuit. The water is a little bit cold, but it's still bearable. And also another thing is shopping. Like I miss being able to go to my favorite shop like Target for example example, and just go in there and buy stuff that I don't need, which if if Americans are listening, they know what I mean. When you go into a shop and just buy things you don't need. And then eating at my favorite restaurant, for example, going to like a fogo, fogo de chao Brazilian restaurant or a some fusion restaurant, which they mix Mexican and Korean together. So just the atmosphere and the feeling at home or my surroundings, I do start missing that when I'm away from home for so long. And these are several ways to handle this kind of hopes homesickness and one of them for me is watching reality shows that is based in LA and I only do this is when I'm really really homesick and that has been lately and I, I like watching it just to see LA and yeah I, I love it <laughs> not love the show so much in the drama but being able to see my home city California, everything around there. And then another thing is Denmark has such beautiful nature here. It's not the mountains for me, but it's close enough where I can go out, go for a walk in the forest, go for a walk at the beach. So the nature here is absolutely beautiful. So it's super important for me to go out and go for a walk or take my kids to a nature playground and just explore what Denmark has to offer. So that definitely helps a lot when I start missing hiking because there are a lot of trekking and walking it walking trails here in Denmark. And they are absolutely beautiful. And I recommend them. Another thing, if I miss shopping, I'll go online and do some shopping, especially with some of the online stores. Since online shopping is super popular right now, I usually go to my favorite online shop or physical store in the US. I just do it online and kind of see what I can get shipped here to Denmark. Or sometimes I just ship it to my parents and then they send it to me because it's just easier in bulk. And I don't get the Tax. Cause they just make it gift <laughs> versus the exactly. import tax. Yeah, it's just cheaper. Because if I buy one small thing, I get import tax here in Denmark. And so it's huge a little, yeah. From the states. Yeah, so that's a little tip. So if if your parents buy uh, send you a gift, always mark it as gift, and you don't get the import tax. I use
1: tax. your parents to buy stuff in the states, and they send it to me in the mail.
0: Yeah, they can.
1: Brilliant. That's yeah. the good thing about having friends.
0: But it needs to be. The thing is, it's it's still not cheap to send from US. Denmark. It's still pretty expensive, but if you can just get everything you want in one box, it just makes sense. Sometimes
1: you get ridiculous things. I I bought one day a replacement for a guitar, man. That cost me $6. It was a piece of metal. Mm -hmm. I got 600 corona tax.
0: Yeah. My husband and I, we bought three uh one clock from the US and we paid $10. We're like, "Woo, that's cool. $10. This is before we knew about these taxes." <laughs> this is the beginning, of course, when I moved to Denmark. We're like, "Oh, cool. That we like that watch. That watch is perfect. We're going to get, you know, um buy it." We didn't know it was coming from the US. We just we just found it on Google. And then we got the watch and we're like, oh cool, we got the watch. And then like a week later, it's always a week later that bill comes. Yeah. A week a week later, we got a bill for six hundred kroner. It costs more than the watch that we bought.
1: Exactly. It's just ridiculous, man.
0: <laughs> so I never buying anything. Now I can <laughs> now we can't buy anything from UK because of the Brexit. Also.
1: Oh Jesus
0: so, Christ, man. Yeah. The um, best way if you're ordering something, if you're American, send it to your parents, and then your parents send it it and mark it as GIF and then you, get, you don't get the tax.
1: <laughs> yes, because you cannot tax GIF. Yeah, you yet. can't tax
0: gift. Yeah, probably it'll change. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <Yes>. <laughs>
0: then lastly, have a new favorite restaurant in Denmark. I found a few that I love in Aarhus and when I feel homesick, I definitely go to those restaurants when I don't feel like cooking. And these are just, just to sum it up, these are just some of the homesickness that you know we all feel or I feel when I am away from home for too long and for me it's only been a year that I've been away from home but that's still a long time for me and my family and I would love to know how you guys deal with it send me an email or a message through my social media and tell me how you guys deal with being homesick and also I'm on clubhouse finally so if anyone's on clubhouse reach out to me and we can talk through there it's a new great hap
1: (laughs) Jesus Christ.
0: I know. More Jattling and more and more. The, apps.
1: Beast, the beast of social media.
0: No, I don't. I, I never liked social media until <laughs> I started podcasting. And now I love it because just share my and with people, like-minded people. And it's really nice.
1: I'm happy that you're happy.
0: Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> so just to sum it up. To satisfy, if you're feeling homesick, a lot of Zoom, a lot of calling home, making home-cooked food, going out in nature. And also, I posted on um, one of the social uh, Facebook groups of internationals living in Denmark, and I got some really great response on how other people deal with being homesick. Yeah, I could read some of them. I have one from, I'm probably going to ruin her name, Sampika. And she's from India and she's living here in Denmark. And how she deals with home homesickness is remembering, you know, a particular day and yeah, just remembering a particular day, what all they eat or do together as a family. They do endless phone calls and with family and friends, read newspaper that is from home, whether it's yeah, newspaper, magazine, and also they read everything in their mother tongue just to feel that they are at home and then another thing is home-cooked meal is definitely a good one another one is from angelica and how she does it is she explores new places and new in their new home here in denmark and yeah, they just like exploring new places around around Denmark where when they start feeling a little homesick and, and that video calls. Video calls, I think, is the best solution for, for feeling homesick is just calling and doing a video call. It's the only option now. <laughs> imagine, yeah, true. I can't imagine living without video call. Like, how did other people do it, you know, 30 years ago when they moved away from home without video calls and all this Internet snail mail?
1: Well, well they didn't have it, so they didn't miss it, did they?
0: Yeah, that's true. But how? I can't imagine. Not I,
1: I remember living away where there was no mobile phone cameras, man. I mean, they were just getting introduced, you know, email was the the easiest way. And a phone call to another country was super expensive. So I Mm -hmm. remember talking with my parents once in a blue moon and then the rest of the time email, you know, forget about putting a picture. But imagine
0: not having email either. It's like stale mail.
1: Yeah, but I remember being in countries traveling with no email, not even email. Yeah. You know, especially when I was traveling through islands in the Caribbean, probably people did have internet, but there were not internet cafes where you can go, for instance. So... At that point, it's like, okay, well, I have to wait until the next three islands. That's probably a month and a half.
0: Yeah. Your parents probably hated you. Where is he?
1: They did hate him. Is he
0: dead? (laughs) We
1: didn't want him in the house, and now we miss him.
0: Yeah. Number three is another one from John from the U.S., and he said that he creates weekly quizzes with his family, and they meet on Google Meet or Zoom, and they have these family game nights on Jeopardy! Labs. So I thought that was interesting. I never thought of doing games as a family through Zoom. So
1: That sounds interesting.
0: Yeah. Indeed. I think that's and not just like, hey, how are you? How, how are things? You know, the g- generic things going I,
1: on. I, I talk to my mom and I, sometimes I avoid it because we can be on the phone for four hours. Yeah. So sometimes I say, okay, this week I need a break.
0: Yeah. But now <laughs> you can just do a, a, a game.
1: <laughs> yeah, but I don't think that we have time for a game.
0: <laughs> yeah. I have another one from Katie from the U.S. And she calls friends and family back home, hang out with friends here in Denmark, her new friends... So that also makes sense because when I hang out with my friends, that's also international and we can kind of just talk about how what we miss from home. And I thought that was really a good idea. And I never I did that naturally, but never knew that was a remedy for feeling homesick is going with my friends here in Denmark and just kind of talking about home is a a way of just kind of feeling at home. That's an interesting one. Yeah,
1: it only helped you, not your friends in Denmark though. Yeah. Well no, because <laughs> they, they
0: also feel at home at home. So they talk about their home yeah. in, in Denmark. Or in, in whatever country that they live in. So we, we just drink wine and talk about why we miss home.
1: We just get drunk and rowdy.
0: <laughs> and she also says that she writes down what she's thankful for, watch movies and shows that make her laugh and listen to old music from her home. So I think music is also another thing making you feel better is when you listen to music that you usually listen to
1: back home. Yeah, but well, I still do it quite a lot.
0: Yeah, maybe that helps you not feel so homesick, naturally. Because sure. I, I I stopped listening to, like, music. Because I don't even know what's the it music back in the U.S. I feel like I'm listening to, like, oldies now. And the last one, a uh, last advice or last post that um, I had is from Juzit. And I ruined her name, too. But I didn't get which country she's from. But she's another international living in, in Denmark. And she says, when I miss home, I listen to old songs and sing along. Sometimes I call my friends and family and talk to them and watch old videos and um, that make her happy. So, yeah, these are just little advices on if you guys feel a little homesick and this is what you can do when you're feeling homesick. These ideas, I hope, can help some of the internationals out there that are feeling homesick like I am. I will definitely use them when, yeah, I'm just feeling down in the dumps and I have already automatically. Well, that is a wrap for this episode. Uh, Hope you guys like it. We got a little off topic a little bit. But thank you so much for joining me And thank you for the people who participated and shared How they handle their homesickness I have a list I have, I'll have. i have a list up on my website So you guys can just reference back On how to handle being homesick When you're away from home And also I would love to have your guys' feedback On how you guys handle homesickness um, Just email me or message me On any of my social media platform. And, you know, I have all of them. Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, and Clubhouse now. So let's connect, everyone. So talk to you guys next week. Until next time. Bye. Hi.